there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the ladies. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the... Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are you, gents? Good. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for asking. And how are you? I'm lovely. I'm spiffing. I'm glad to hear it. Whew. This doesn't sound strained at all. Why would it be strained, Cam? Just because of our strained relationship. Ah, oh, no. It was supposed to be kept a secret from everyone. What are we talking about no, today? It's just tricks. Uh, we're talking about some weird purple and a crazy dog. Can you... <laughs> Can you do this with a bit more enthusiasm? <laughs> ah, we're talking about some weird purple and a crazy dog. Which one are we going to do first? Let's talk about this crazy dog. All right. Uh, the Gable Werewolf. The Gable Films. Yeah. Yeah. Clark Gable. Yeah. Was the... I don't know enough about Clark Gable to riff on that. No. It's just a name. Was the video... The video was made sort of recently, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm but the say, the origin of it is in the seventies. Yeah, but this video is from like 2017 or something. Yeah, right. So that's quite new. So the, I guess yes, the start of it was in two, the, two years ago, 1970 something. Some radio DJ in where is it, Michigan? Yeah, decided ah, oh, you know, I'll do a little bit of a fun radio bit. Mm. I'll write a little song and pretend that it's a a real old song that I've just found out about. And it was about some the myth of the Michigan Dogman. Played it on the radio, thinking this would get a bit of a laugh. People yeah. will love this. And then people started calling up his show, going, "I've I've bloody seen it. I've seen the Dogman. I've seen the Dogman." So it was in 1987. Uh, Steve Cook was the disc jockey at WTCM FM. Okay, I got my I must have got my seven and my eight mixed. Yeah, yeah. Completely. <laughs> I thought it was 78. That's completely wrong. All right. Um, he initially played it as a April Fool's Day joke. He based the songs around myths and legends from around North America, uh, but he never actually heard of a uh, actual Michigan Michigan Dog Man. But just because you're ignorant of something doesn't mean it's not out there. Yeah. No, that is true. Um, I'm, there's a quote from him: "I made it up completely from my own imagination as an April Fool's prank for the radio, and stumbled my way to a legend that goes back all the way to Native American time." Is it? Could this be a case of you know how when people think of something, it's because of the interdimensional beings putting it in their minds, mm. so then they can will it into existence? It's hundred percent that, of mm. course. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're all on the same Especially page. Especially in the late eighties. 
Um, we thought everyone calling them in with a hypercolor. Yeah. Imagine how, how big a beacon would Earth have been in the 80s. Yeah. These fucking hypercolor shirts just pinging <laughs> off into space. Cthulhu is like, I want some of that. Yeah. Mix that with happy pants. Fucking happy pants and hypercolor shirts. Hypercolor. <laughs> we can't keep doing this hypercolor bit. <laughs> the interdimensional lighthouse. Why not? What bit? Because it didn't come along till the 90s. We've talked about this so many times. I don't know about that. Uh, I think you'll find that in our eighties montage, we'll pan across some Rubik's cube. Go in KOTV. Go and back. Everyone to wearing hypercolor. Literally any episode where the eighties are mentioned, and we do this discussion. Really? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> are you guys doing a bit? So, so hypercolor t-shirts not around in no, the eighties. Dogman yep. was around in the eighties. Yeah, and previously. Yeah. So the Gable film. Basically, yeah, the Michigan wheel, Michigan Dogman started up. People were like, oh, no, I've definitely seen it. Yeah. And then at an estate sale, I think in the early 2000s, mm. someone... So everyone's listening to Napster. There's all of these records that are just going unsold at yeah. the estate sale. Yeah. yeah but no one needs them. Musicians are going broke around the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to put it in context for the look that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um Someone bought a film, allegedly bought a film called the Gable film. Where it was Gable and it had, like it was on the, on the canister and it had some numbers. And they took it home, popped it into the air. They're, they're real to real. They're real to real. Film player, yep. <laughs> and they Projector. found. Projector. Yep. Projector. That's what they were called. Yep. And they found, they, they pushed aside their laser disc player. Yep. Don't need you for the moment. I'll be watching some Terminator 2 on that later though. Yep. Uh, and then they bloody put this in put this on, mm-hmm. and found a person pumping around on some uh, snowmobiles. Yeah, Did you guys watch the, the film? Same bits for you. Yeah. Uh, some yeah, dude, dudes or a dude driving around on different snowmobiles. Yep. And not much snow. Yeah. Just mm. a thin layer of snow. That's all you get. Um, but different. So when you're a, when you're a you snow need. bunny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're a snow bunny, the, the mountains call you. Any powder is good powder. Exactly. Oh, that's another thing they said in the 80s. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the person in the film was chopping some wood. Yeah. And then they were driving along in a car. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, they were fixing a car. It was all kind of, you know, cut pretty quickly. Yeah. And then they were looking into the forest. Oh, there's a dog running around. A regular dog, not Just a dog man. Mm-hmm. Then right near the end, uh, you see a what they claim to be, what's claimed to be, mm. a werewolf or a wolf man or mm-hmm. a dog man. Uh, I watched this without reading anything about it. I was just like, oh, I'll just go and cold to this video and see if I get spooked or, you know, yeah. see if I can see what they're talking about. Did you get spooked? No, my immediate thought was, oh, that's just a guy in one of those ghillie suits. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the army wear, the big shaggy suits. Yeah. Like, it looked so much It looked so much like a guy on all fours in one of those suits. What was the guy doing in a ghillie suit out there, though? Um, Hiding his wolf features. So, so that... <laughs> Yeah, wolves stand out a lot. So he's yeah. trying to camouflage. Get in a ghillie suit. Um, and then the footage, you know, goes all shaky and then they do the whole thing where the camera falls to its side. Yeah. It's just filming the side of the long grass or whatever. What, did the dog attack? Well, that's, there's no sound because it was allegedly filmed on a, you know, an a, a 70s camera. Yeah. Um, did they do a bit where the film went... 
No, I thought they were going to do the... Um, and there's a lot of grain in the footage, or did, which yeah. looked like that, it was clearly edited in. thing only happens when you're watching it on a projector, yeah. <laughs> not did within the, the actual camera. Did the film burn up from the middle out? <laughs> <laughs> I, it did look like they were going to go for the camera on its side and then the the wolfman comes up and sniffs it. Yeah. But no, they didn't go for that. Um, <laughs> and then a second movie was released. Which showed a guy who was allegedly... This the, is from the same estate sale? I think so. Yeah. And it showed sort of policemen going out and investigating the first tape. And they found... A, why, is it, why does this person have... Both, oh, I guess they've... They, they might have been one of the policemen. Yeah, or they've bought it off a collector who collects well, these things. Is, isn't, the first, isn't the second one supposed to just be like the next day? I think so, yeah. So it's not investigating the tape. That's when they find the tape. No, no, it's investigating the tape because the police is a policeman in it, and the original filmer they find, who's cut in half or bitten in half, and his entrails are strewn all over the, all over the ground. Yeah, bloodied. It sounds like it's got much higher production values than the first one. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um. I. Oh, I won't tell you how they made it just yet. I'm assuming they made it with the movie magic. No. Are you telling me it's not real? <laughs> They made it with a wolf who yeah. bit a man in half. Yeah. No, they uh yeah, so this has been going around for a while. Uh I can't I didn't write down when it when it first popped up. Mm. Um but anyway. Salty Sandra Filler was twenty seventeen. Yeah, I think it was earlier yeah. than that. Also I think it was Cam that said twenty seventeen. Maybe okay. two thousand and seven. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that seems about right. Knowing me, it's probably twenty seventy one. Um and then it's been a bit of a bit of a mystery. People are like, oh, what is it? This is who knows, we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um it's clearly a guy in a ghillie suit, but it could be anything. Yeah. And well, if it was a guy in a ghillie suit, why is there a dead guy the next day? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, there's a bit of like confusion around it, a little bit of a, oh, what, a, you know, could be anything. What's out there? Who knows? Dogman of Michigan. Mm. Uh, then there's a, a show called Monster Hunters, I think it was called. Yep, good. Mm. I'm glad to hear this. And the person who made the film and is in the film came forward and said, nah, it was me. I did it. Uh, here's how exactly how I did it. Why did he tell this to Monster Hunters? Yeah. That's the last thing they want to hear. Why are they publishing this? Well, they go and hunt the monsters, and if there's no monster, they're not going to lie. Right. They're not monster. They're monster hunters, not monster fibbers. Right. But when you think if like you're doing the show Monster Hunters, you go out to make an episode, someone rings up and just goes, "No, nah, it was me. I made that. Fucking scrap that episode. What a waste of time." Yeah, but I feel like we're not here to bloody. We're not here to debunk monsters. We want to find them. Yeah. Mm, maybe. And just because one guy made up a, mon- a, a werewolf doesn't mean there are not were- men in Michigan. Yeah. There's probably stacks of them. Mm. Just because one guy came up with a song, he's like, oh, I've made up a funny little song. This will fool these Michigan idiots. But I mean, we're, we're discussing the Gable film. We're not discussing no, the, but I'm saying the this possibility is, of werewolves the in Michigan the, camp. The film's the same thing as the song. They're like, oh, I made it up. There's no such thing as a werewolf in Michigan. Well, how do you know that? I don't think he's... There's he's, a lot he's, of forest to cover. He's not saying there's no such thing. You've been in every little cave. <laughs> he's not saying there's not... He's just saying I made up the film. You've been in every nook and cranny of the Michigan forest. I just want to apologise to everyone listening for how fucking off the rails this episode seems to have just gone. <laughs> well, Cam's being an idiot. <laughs> uh, go on. Uh, so, this guy, his name's Mike, went under the pseudonym... Yeah. He created the film under the pseudonym... Quinlan Hour 12 on YouTube. Uh, he went to extreme measures to create this film as a homage to Steve Cook's The Legend song slash story. 
everything was faked. The car, not real. What? The snowmobiles, not real. The snow, made up. What? No, just the werewolf was fake. But yeah, it was just a guy in a ghillie suit. I feel like I'm one of these people getting fooled on April Fool's Day. Yeah. You keep on telling me things and then turning it all on its head. I like this. I saw a bit of the interview with him from that show and he was like, yeah, I thought about that song and I was like, I've got a bunch of old snowmobiles here. <laughs> just, just, let's go make a video. That's where, that's where you go to yeah. you hear an old song. Are there snowmobiles in the song? I don't just think so. I think he just, they're from that period. I think they're, they're old timey, so I might as well use them to make an old timey video. Oh yeah, this is true. I, I feel like if you've got old timey snowmobiles, mm. you're probably living a pretty interesting life. So yeah. you might as well do some fake found footage. I feel like snowmobiles are an unrepresented vehicle in uh, modern music. Is in modern this, music? Is this correct? Or are there a lot of rap songs about snowmobiles? No, I can't think of any rap songs about snowmobiles. There might be what You know how there was like some snow, snow dogs kind of movies? Mm. I reckon maybe on the credits there like might a, be like a rap song about like snowmobiles. Like credits rap, mm. yeah. Yeah. What if there's any like sort of Alaska-based country western artists and instead of singing about their trucks, they sing about their snowmobiles? Yeah, that's, that could be a thing. Mm. Um, instead of bro country, it's brr country. <laughs> Uh, so I watch and I watch some YouTube. You know how there's like a lot of YouTube channels that yes, you know, these are spooky mysteries. Oh, okay, yeah. And this one was like, you know, when you watch the footage, it, who knows what it could be coming out? It could be it's so spooky. How could they do it so accurately? If you watch the footage, it is one hundred percent a guy. Yeah. <laughs> like and when it, it comes up close, you can see that it's just like a plastic teeth. Yeah. Like in a mask. Yeah. Uh, it's just so fake looking. Oh, so there are, you eventually do see an up close. Real quick. As Real quick, yeah. Comes up, oh, yeah. No. A couple of frames. Um, he did He did well to underbake it, I think. Mm. But he overbaked slightly. He just, it shouldn't have moved. Mm. Yeah. It moved too much. Just a, needed medium bake. Medium bake. Indeed. Um, and, a lot, and the YouTube. Just whack it in at 180. The. Couple. You don't need to get crazy with these temperatures. Yeah. It's 2019. You don't have to blast everything with uh, heat. I'll do it. I'm going to do it at 140 for six hours. Oh, I'm going to do it at 300 for 20 minutes. Just put it at 180. Do it for an hour. Perfectly baked. Yeah. Fucking hell. Cam's wants to guess what on eats and drinks. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I've compl- yeah, I've completely forgot what was going. It was fake. It's a myth. We've, right. What have we going? 14 minutes of. Really, really minimal content here. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> did we? Did anyone look at any other werewolf gear? No, I th- thought we were keeping it to this one werewolf. My plan was to look up a whole bunch of famous dogmen. Yeah, I didn't get to. Okay, been sick. Yeah, I've been not sleeping. Mm. I don't know if you can tell. A little interesting thing when someone mentioned laser discs earlier. That was me. That was you. You know, on like in the movie Robocop. The original Robocop movie? <laughs> Robocop? Yeah. Robocop? <clears throat> the, the movie about Robo. That movie Robocop. Oh, such a fucking narc. On, uh, oh, Rob- has everyone done enough research? What is this? going to put you in podcast jail. Um, am I just going to edit out everything you've said today? Did you put anything extra into his bloody kung pao that's made him all aggressive? Yeah. He did eat one of those chilies. Yeah. Um, Don't give Cam a chili. Go straight to his head. There's a scene in Robocop where bloke rocks up to someone's house. And uh, puts a disc in the video machine mm. and a little video message plays. Robocop only come out years before DVD players were a thing. 
Right. He just pulls out a little DVD, sticks it in, watches a movie. Hmm. There you go. What are you? But CDs had existed at that point. CDs right? were out, but they didn't play videos. Yeah, they're probably a logical. When, 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 when did RoboCop come out though? Eighty six or something. Are you still doing the RoboCop bit? He said RoboCop first. Oh, okay. No, nah, it might have been later than that actually. I think it was ninety, eighty nine or ninety. Did they have VCDs yet? I feel like the VCD revolution sort of skipped Australia. I don't know what the VCD revolution is. It's um, movies on CDs. Okay. You can get a little VCD player for them. It was like shitty DVDs. 1987? I don't know. Yeah, every movie was like on three CDs. Oh, yeah. It was really annoying. They should have just put, it, put them on one VHS. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, let's take a break and come back and talk about Han Purple. What? Yeah. The first first feature films on DVD were in 1996, like nine years after RoboCop came out. Yeah, right. Do you think RoboCop, do we need to look at RoboCop and what it knows about the future? I think we do. Uh, have you stopped recording? No, because oh. he had stuff to add. Oh, sorry. Huh. Uh, you can stop now. VCDs, 1993, six years after Robocop. Yeah. I guess they had CDs, though. Oh, we, is this how we're coming back? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. I like that. But CDs were only, like... Fairly fresh. In the 80s. But you, if you're listening to a CD, if you're listening to a bit of Metallica or whatever, you'd be like, I wish I could watch this on the CD. Yeah. I reckon. reckon. Wasn't there a Metallica live concert that was, like, in a really bright stadium? Where have I seen that footage? I remember seeing it like, why don't they turn the house lights off? It's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listeners, there's someone out there knows what I'm talking about. No. What are we talking about? Oh, you know what uh, was also in circa 1993? What's that? They discovered how to make Han Purple. What a beautiful segue. Thank you. Uh, and you know what's significant about that, Cam? No. Han Purple was found in ancient China. China. I d- actually, I do know what... I can answer your question. On the with, Terracotta Warriors? With, with that little context clue. Wait, 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 wait. Let me answer. Ooh. Oh, well, well Robbo, I, happen, I do happen to know the answer to that. Holy shit. Do you know when laser discs come out? When? 1978. Oh, yeah. It's cut all of that Robocop drive. <laughs> yeah, there's... But, like, not he commercially. Now, like, because he's, he's tied his heart and purple thing in so deeply to the Oh, I'll just VCD. leave all this in then. Yeah, and we need to... We need to, we need to had this episode. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know anyone who had a laser disc machine, did you guys? Yeah, um I knew a guy whose family got a lot of like compensation money after an accident or something. Right. Oh, that's a and shame. they just went and blew it all. I mean that's good, but it's bad there was an accident. They yeah. went and Oh no, they won lotto. Sorry. They okay. won lotto. So that's good. Yeah. But then they went But if and, other people had accidents that's bad. But then they went and spend it on like just trash gadgets. Yeah. One of which being a Laserdisc player. Right. And like two years later, <laughs> DVDs came out. And there'd only ever been like four movies on Laserdisc. And everyone's just like, <laughs> they spent like four grand on this. Wow. Well, Laserdisc had a pretty good run though, right? Yeah. I, I knew 78. Someone, I knew someone with one. But in Indonesia, they're a lot bigger. 
Right. As in, what, like 78s? Well, you'd go to the... <laughs> like, you'd go to the, the video store and they would be like... They, were, they didn't have videos. It was just later discs and VCDs. Really? Right. I was looking at an op shop in Collingwood maybe 2008, 2009. Loads of laser yeah, discs. Yeah. yeah only of- last year I saw some in a secondhand place. Yeah. There was a... I was reading an article about a guy that um, just every time a new format comes out, he just buys it. Right. And then when it goes under, he just buys all the old stock. So yeah. he's just got like every movie ever. Right. It's ever come out on every format because once Laserdisc went under or HD DVD went under, everyone's just trying to get rid of it. Does mm. he have to buy rebuy movies though? I think he's wouldn't, wouldn't that be annoying having to constantly rebuy Evolution starring David Duchovny? Yeah. No, but he's got it. He's got it on many. Uh, he's probably got it on like eight formats because he just bought them in bulk. But then you have to sit there and decide what format you want to watch it on. Yeah. That's a good decision to make. Want to watch it on Laserdisc or DVD or HD DVD or what would you choose to watch Evolution starring David Duchovny? Cam. Probably go. D- I mean, it depends on whether the special features from the original DVD have carried over to like a high def 4K Blu-ray, mm. uh, which you would hope they would. Mm. But sometimes they cut corners. Right. Uh, Han Purple uh, was. I'd go VHS. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They we'll worked out how to make it in 1993. As well, yeah. no letterbox shit. Oh yeah, love that four x three. 1993. Yep. Uh, people were they've gotten sick of a whole decade of. High color t-shirts. <laughs> t-shirts. They were ready for something else. They were ready for reality bites. They were ready for Nirvana. They were ready for fucking crazy flat purple. Yeah. So they come up with this thing. They're like, oh, look at us, fucking scientists. Aren't we clever? We've invented this color. No. Meanwhile, they were trying to recreate it. They're trying to recreate it. Look at us. We've recreated it. Five thousand years ago, they were making this stuff, and yep. it's taken them five thousand years to work out how to redo it. And you've got these Chinese idiots five thousand years ago that were doing it. They didn't know about penicillin. Every time they caught a bloody cold, they were dying. Just when they were about to crack hard and purple, they'd die. That's how. That's why it took them so long. Think of how much time there is between the start of humanity and 5,000 years ago. That's how long it took them to make hard and purple. And then it took us another 5,000 years to work it out again. So it was on the Terracotta Warriors. And no one could work out what it was. Mm. Or how to make it. Right. When they finally made it. Well, why were they so fussed about this colour? I think just because it had um, particular, uh, the makeup of it was was quite foreign to anyone. Was no nice. one really could understand how it was made. It was made. really pretty. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if, if you're going to decorate the, the Terracotta Warriors to protect your tomb uh, in purple, it's going to look bloody magnificent. Yeah, true. And they put it in a, uh, so scientists worked out how to make it in 1992. Yeah. Then they there's some sort of giant magnet thing, which like blasts apart all the layers of, of I don't know, compounds or what whatever. And then so they put it in that to look at Han Purple, how it reacted when they blasted apart. Yeah. And for some reason, unlike any other property that's ever gone into this giant magnet thing, uh, it went from 3D to 2D. What? The, the, it lost its 3D, three-dimensional, um, and then it just became a flat plane and they don't really know why. Robo, can you explain what that means? I can't explain at all. Um, as in, I, I don't understand physics. What did they chuck into the magnet? Like little flakes of the purple. Um, what did they chuck into the magnet? Little flakes. Flakes yep. of paint. Like flakes of paint. flat flakes? No, like just crumbs of paint. Like a, is it a massively 3D crumb of paint? Yeah. 
but then they they give it a magnet and it flattens out. Is well, that the, mole- the molecules go from being three dimensional to two dimension. I don't understand it. How does that work, though, Robbo? Well, that's why it's so that's confusing. That's not how physics works. Exactly. Exactly. Because you can't have a two-dimensional object, can you? No. They can't exist. No. No. This, this one I'm talking about is, has it just gone like a piece of paper? No. Have you made this up? Paper- no, this is a thing that happened. Right. I don't understand it, and I don't claim to understand what it. What happened to that extra dimension? Exactly. No one, no one knows how. Is this why. what they made that Simpsons episode about, but in reverse? No. Maybe, maybe they were inspired by it. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Because um, they, were, they were smart blokes at the Simpsons. <laughs> at no point making the two-dimensional show did they think we could make it three-dimensional it would look fun. They had to wait to hunt purple. Yeah. Um, so, they can't explain why right. at all. So I was watching and... How do they measure it? Don't know. How, there do, are, how there do you are, even look at it? It's just flat. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I mean, have these answers. You can go fourth dimensional if you speed things up to eighty-eight miles an hour. Yeah. If if this was if this was your crumb of paint, right? Yep. I'm balling my fist up. Yeah. And then you zapped it with this magnet, and suddenly it was like this, like flat. Yeah. And, and you're observing now. it from above, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I can see the outline of this bit of purple paint. Yeah. Then if you turned it on its side, it's nothing there. But. Does that mean you could put your finger past it this way Ooh. across the third dimension and you would just pass through nothing? I don't know, Robbo, we need you to find out how this works. Is Robert there a diagram? Is... is there a photo? You can't take a photo of it. Um, in 2006, scientists at Stanford Los Alamos National Laboratory and the Institute for Solid State Particle Physics, University of Tokyo, sounds fake, showed that Han Purple loses a dimension under suitable conditions when it enters a new state such as a Bose-Einstein condensate. The researchers noted, we've shown for the first time that the collective behaviour in a bulk three-dimensional material can actually incur in just two-dimensional two dimensions. Low dimensionality is a key ingredient in many exotic theories that purport to account for various poorly understood phenomena, including high-temperature superconductivity, but until now, there were no clear examples of dimensional reduction in real materials. So they've shown that in a bulk three-dimensional material, uh, they can recreate that behavior in just two dimensions using Han Purple. Fucking hell. It's very much stuff I don't understand. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't stop to think whether they should no. or whatever it is. They were just, did they consider the plot of the Australian podcaster when they were doing all this? Uh, first synthesized over 2,500 years ago, but we have only recently discovered how exotic its magnetic behavior is. Oh. It makes you wonder what other materials are out there that we haven't yet begun to explore. Yeah. They weren't mucking around with making it 2D back in uh, Chinese times, though. Well, people are like, why? Like, they could make purple in a few other different ways. Why did they make it this specific way? I guess they directed it out. Would you like to hear one theory from YouTube that I found? I'd love to hear a YouTube theory. Um, so, this theory was that they used Han Purple to bring humans from the third dimension into the second dimension, yeah. turning them into the terracotta warriors. They're three no, the, they're the, three dimensional. The 3D terracotta warriors. Yeah, yeah this this YouTuber <laughs> failed. Like I know we struggled. We struggled hard. Yeah. A couple of seconds ago with a very complicated physics thing. I understand it now. This 
It just goes from 3D to 2D. <laughs> this YouTuber thinks that if you're alive, you're in the third dimension. Yeah. Once you die. Once you're made out of clay. Yeah. You die and turn into clay. You're yeah. 2D. So then extrapo- extrapolating, whatever that word is. Extrapolating. Extrapolating. Uh, that he has, has come up to the conclusion that the reptilians yeah. were being used by the terracotta warriors to be brought from the fourth dimension into the third dimension, our dimension. So the Han purple helps with reptilian transformations. But it's always it's just about going down a dimension. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you, yeah. So if you're in the reptilian fourth dimension, yeah, you paint yourself in Han purple, stick a magnet on your head, yeah, you go vroom, down to third dimensional, yeah, and then you come into our dimension. Quickly wash the purple off though, yeah. Because if someone zaps you again, you get you're in the second paper, dimension, <laughs> or you well, turn no, into a terracotta, terracotta warrior. warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Which, for some reason, is the second dimension. Yeah. Uh, um, I think you want us to slap a coat of body harm purple on or something that's 2D. Yeah. This, um, this also, this guy... Uh, they also, just become 1D. Yeah. This guy also, uh, he couldn't... He's like, there's so many terracotta warriors, like thousands of them. Because there's a lot. It's a pretty impressive thing. He's not going to say, how could they possibly make the ball, is he? <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like, there's no way they could possibly be making it. It must be people. It must he, be people. It's like, yeah, sure... China has made a lot of people over the years, yep. but I think it's <laughs> so much so they had to make laws against it. <laughs> yeah, it's easier and quicker once you have the tools set yeah. up mm. to make a terracotta warrior. Uh, making a person doesn't take a huge amount of skill. Uh, no. Easier and quicker. Quicker. You don't have to nine months gestation. Speak for yourself. All right, yeah, the nine months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole woman's role in it. (laughs) Maybe cut that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like they say, the terracotta terracotta warriors. Oh, they're all completely different. They're every one of them's unique. No, I think they've identified like four head types. I think there's three body types, and like (laughs) they've just fucking. Lego brick mend them together. Um, Have so you been seeing them at the museum? No. The art like gallery? Yeah. I want to go see them too. Yeah. So the, this guy was um, reading through the website. Um, I can't remember which one it was. The same one that I found when I was researching it. That tries to explain. I think it's io9. What's io9? Is it an e-gadget, in-gadget based website? Yeah, one of those ones. About tech stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sci-fi. And so he's looking at their explanation of the third dimension, two dimension thing. He's like, I'm on a science website. And they're saying that it changes the third dimension to a second dimension. So scientists are agreeing with me. So there go reptilians. Uh, I thought that was enjoyable. Then he got into some um, numerology or some some words. Yeah. So the purple. Purple. Yep. We know that in what is that numerology? I think he said numerology. Anyway, whatever whatever one he's whatever justification he's doing for manipulating this word, yeah. he's like, the double letters cancel each other out, so the P's are gone. Done. Then we're left with UR, which is a city in China. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ur, and EL. Uh, the the god. No. Oh. But EL wire. Only if you I, I think I think you guys are missing how you spell purple. It's spelled LE. Yes. So for purposes here to reverse LE. Um, he wasn't really clear. And what did he come up with for L? I can't really remember. I don't think it was significant. He just kind of moved on. He didn't go with like... Wasn't L one of the like the Saturn gods? Maybe. That like underpins 
heaps of massive conspiracy theories? No. He skipped onto that to Dark Crystal. Jor-El? No. Kal-El? No. He skipped it on to Dark Crystal, the Jim Henson movie. Yeah. Oh, and then he was showing early... Skeksis? He was showing early footage of Skeksis. Right. Um, like the screen test before they had their final form. Mm. And they were purple. Oh, shit. And... Uh, yeah, he didn't really say why, what right. significance that had, and why Jim Henson was involved. Mm. So that was that guy's theory. Right. Mm. Mm. Purple, fucking the hardest color to mix. Mm. I've never, in my art life, I've never been able to mix a good purple. It's blue and red, isn't it? You would think that it's just blue and red. Yeah, it's easy. But no, it depends on what red you use. Oh. Red runs the gamut between reds that are more blue and reds that are more orange. If you try and mix purple with reds that are more orange, you just get a shitty brown color, which mm. is what every purple I've ever tried to mix in my life has turned out. Mm. You need a cooler red, more in the blue side of things, to make purple. So it's quite difficult to mix and make colors then. Yeah. I don't know how the bloody Chinese were doing it 4,000 years ago or whatever. Yeah. They were doing it interdimensionally. Mm. My favorite purple... Mm. is called dioxazine purple. Oh, yeah. What does that look like? Really good. It's like mm. really vibrant. Oh, that is vibrant. Yeah. It's pretty purpley. I bought some recently when I was oil painting. It's fucking like... It's crazy. Um, while he was talking all about how purple was the royal color and reserved for royalty... Mm. Blue and, blood. And mystical. Yeah, all those things. The next up next video that I had was a Hannibal Burris video. They had like a purple treatment over the top. It's just like some dumb Hannibal Buress bit. I'm like, well, it's not that. It's not that special. Not diminishing Hannibal Buress's comedy. I'm a big fan. I enjoy no. his comedy. I enjoy the apple juice bit immensely. Did you come up? Did you find any other theories about this purple? Not really. It I was, saw uh, was, there was a whole thing about. So you've got these terracotta warriors, and then apparently nearby, there's like some tomb mm. for maybe for the guy that the terracotta warriors are for. Mm. But like the tombs all locked away, no one's been in there. Yeah, but yeah. They reckon the whole thing's just coated in the purple. Like they've just gone gangbusters with all this purple stuff. But like the, they built like a full sized city or like a minor scale city and rivers of mercury like flowing through this tomb. Yeah, so, so that they'd have something fun to hang out in. That's, um, I think that's probably worth its own show, the secrets around that tomb. Mm. Um, this YouTuber I was watching was also talking about tombs in um, South America that you know apparently have big mercury deposits under them and no one knows why. But it's just a thing that we don't know. Well, It's not proof of reptilians. Yeah, it's not proof that they've made rivers of mercury to yeah. d- delight the emperor. could just mean that they're like, oh, he's going to want his Walkman. When he gets up, just leave plenty of batteries out. Yeah. They've all gone off. Yeah. <laughs> um, or those little, remember those little mazes? I'm sure we've talked about them before. Yeah. A little mercury in them. A little mercury maze. Yeah, I never had one of those. That'd be the perfect thing to leave in a tomb. A friend, you're not, you don't have to worry about this battery issue. A friend of mine had one and used to get so worked up when people broke the mercury apart. Yeah. And then like I remember another friend just to piss him off, just like. Shook it round and it just the mercury blew into like a thousand pieces. That just makes it another puzzle, right? Yeah, you got to, you got to, then you got to link all the mercuries up. Um, do they? They don't make them anymore, eh? Because like giving no, people mercury, Robert, they, they don't make the mercury puzzles anymore. Well, they were making them in the nineties. Like surely in the nineties, we knew that mercury in a puzzle for children is probably not a good thing. No, this yeah. is true. 
Do you think they stopped when Terminator 2 came out and they're like, oh, yeah. Everyone's like, chuck my career on myself. I'll be like a T-1000. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's Han Purple. Turns 3D, 2D. Yeah. Well, what are these bloody Chinese going to think of next? You um, guys, I was just going to go on to another little color bit. Yeah, do it. Yeah, go on. Um, if we'd, we'd, we'd be done with that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are across Vanta Black. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A little bit, but can you fill me in? So Vanta Black was developed by scientists for use with like satellites and stuff. Mm. They were, it was like a scientific development. But there's this big fucking drama that escalated about it because this artist uh, called Anish Kapoor mm. went and <laughs> went to the people who made it and got an exclusive license to use it in art, which basically made it that other artists weren't allowed to use this paint for right. art. And a bunch of artists kind of banded together to protest against him doing that. And they developed a pink that was like <clears throat> the pinkest pink ever. That's pretty and cool. marketed it available to any artist except that other guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he... Um, but I feel like if this guy is really putting all his, um, his worth into black, yeah, he's probably not that interested in pink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah until you're told you're not allowed to use <laughs> it. Yeah, that's it. fair, yeah. So anyway, he managed to get hold of some of it and like dipped his middle finger in it yeah. and flipped <laughs> in the bird on Instagram with their pink in his photo. <laughs> So they've turned around again and made black. Well, they made black 2.0. Now mm. they've made they made black 3.0 as a rival to his black, and they've done the same thing where you can get it on Kickstarter for thirty bucks or whatever. But he's not allowed to buy it. What form? If I if I was to buy black 3.0, does mm-hmm. it come as paint? Yes, paint. Okay. Yeah. Get you, back to me when any of these paints are changing dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Although if you dip your finger in the black one and flip them off, you can't see it. It's so black. Well, it yeah. See, fades in. When you paint something in these blacks, that absorbs so much light that it looks like a 2D object. Ooh. You can see like a little unicorn there that's painted white and then painted with the black. Whoa. And you can't really... May I see? can't see any contours on the thing at all. Yeah, that's it's quite weird to look at. It absorbs like 95% of all light. That's a fair bit. It's similar... You wouldn't want to absorb any more. Similar to T-Pain, how he had auto-tune and worked out how to do the auto-tune thing and then didn't tell anyone. Mm. And But he, when everyone wanted to do the auto-tune thing, other than Sure and yeah. Sure's producer, mm. they're like, well, we've got to get in T-Pain. Yeah. And he like just made tons of money at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, T-Pain. Anyway. Then didn't he like... I remember seeing a thing where he got called into her work on a Kanye album. Yeah. And they called him in as a consultant or whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Fucking got to teach us how to do this. And while he was there, he was like, oh, yeah, cool. Maybe sometime we could like uh, do a collab with t- me and me and fucking Yeezy. And the, yeah, basically they all turned around and went, <laughs> good one, dickhead. So I, then, liked, I like T-Pain. And T-Pain was like, oh, fuck. My joke to you. Yeah. Oh, thanks over Yeezy here. Um, T-Pain's good. Yeah. I like that he just has that thing. He was like, fuck it. I'm running with it. It's my thing. He won the Masked Singer in the US. Oh. Right. With his own voice. Yeah, he's got a good voice. Yeah. He's got a good voice for being a Masked Singer as well. Why? Because no one would know who he was. Exactly, no. yeah. yeah. Sorry. If, if the point of the game show is to not be a guest. Yeah, they wear spooky masks as well, yeah. like ridiculous looking Starts masks. Starts here soon. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So, yeah. Hard and purple. Colours. Colours. 
Thanks, everyone. That's a short episode. but Yeah, sorry to her if it's a shit one. It, we've all got a lot going on at the you moment. You guys have been putting the show down. Yeah, Salty's been sick. Let's just blame it on that. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, I have been quite sick. I'm going to just chuck in a bit at the top. Uh, but just before we begin, gents. Uh, what? What is this? This is for you to edit. Oh. oh, Sorry to put you out with the five seconds of editing. Can you just chuck this in at the top? Yeah. Uh, just before we begin, gents, a little thank you to our Patreon subscribers. We could have done that at the end. Especially, no, because, oh, I don't know. <laughs> all right, let's do it at the end. All right. You made more work for yourself. You've made a rod for your own back. Actually, leave all this in. It's more entertaining uh, than the podcast. I'm was. having a protest at him just deciding on it at the end. Oh, no, put this at the start. We could have just left it at the end. Would have been fine. You- thanks, everyone. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks Hey, the Tammy. Patreon episode that we're about to record is going to be heaps better because we actually have stuff for it. Yeah. You've made a rod for your own back. Actually, people will probably listen to this and be like, I may as well sign up to the Patreon because the content's apparently better than this. It is much better than this. Why are you putting this show down? Where do you find you? Oh, find us on Twitter, Hypothepod. <coughs> uh, you can find us on Facebook, Spotify, iTunes. Robbo, they can find you at Ale of Time on all of the socials. Salty, they can find... I'm at Saltmarsh at on Saltmarsh. most Marsh. Eats and Drinks. Eats and Drinks is on YouTube. YouTube channel. Yep. yep. Check it out. It's really good. Thank you. Thanks, Kim. You just ate some of the Eats and Drinks uh, photo shoot food. Yeah, it was good. Uh, but do check it out. It's good content. Thanks, Much Kim. better than this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, where can they find you, Kim? At Sex and Homer on uh, the, the tweets. Gather around me for my other podcast. Uh, this is a good show. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I had some laughs. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, listener out there, you had some laughs too. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Thanks, The everyone. world's burning up. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It was all Robbo's topics, by the way. All right. So no, there was Salty's. <laughs> Salty's one. <laughs> Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the plane 